you, Tim and Benita. We are so blessed to have our music. That was just wonderful. And, and we had to think for a minute when you stopped. I love that. Okay. My topic this morning has been is that I have chosen is the light of God. And I thought it was so interesting. Many, many places, and not just unity, we hear, stand in your truth, stand in the light. And someone said to me not too long ago, why is light so important? What is standing in the light mean? And I thought about that, and I started looking at people that truly stand in their truth. They call it standing in their light and taking ownership for their higher consciousness. These people are often called seekers of the light of God or seekers of the one, the one wholeness within our universe. And so with that said, I would like to start my talk with a poem that I've seen for many, many years and it's just been so meaningful to me. Child of the light, you walk in love, your pathway is clear. Child of light, you speak with faith. Your words always bring cheer. Child of light, you see the good. Your vision is so bright. Child of light, you serve in joy. Your service is a blessing to all. Child of light, you live in beauty. And through your beauty, it's expressing. Child of light, you are not alone. You're never alone, for our Father's love is where you are at home. Child of God, child of light, friends and strangers too, behold the Christ is always there, for Christ dwells within you. Isn't that precious? That has helped me through many, many years when I start wondering about some of the situations in our lives and, and not so much why they're happening, but how do we get through some challenges? And I started looking and finished a book last week that was so helpful to me, and it was called The Seekers of the Light. One of the first things that they suggest in order to stand in our light is know who you are in truth. Know your spiritual feelings. Know that divine love is within you. For we've all known and been told in unity that love is the healing issue. Love within us will heal not only ourselves but others. Declare you are a seeker of light. You're rooted in the truth and you're united in one with all. Good shall be victorious and nothing can defeat it. Yes, we know that we have that God within us. The second attribute that often is used by seekers of light is to know peace and understanding are possible. The light of man's spiritual nature can turn any darkness, any challenge into light. And you know, I've seen that so many times with just people here within our unity community. 
We'll go through different challenges. We'll go through situations where we may not know answers. But I can guarantee you, when we make sure that our spiritual consciousness is the highest it can be by claiming that Christ within is our guide, we end up knowing peace and understanding. And I think the important thing in realizing that is that the light of Jesus, the Christ, means to man what the light of sun means to the earth. Light is always within us. And I think sometimes when we go through certain challenges and we realize that we're not we're out here looking and not going within, we can immediately start that journey within by our secret weapon, and I call it the attitude of gratitude. As we start looking at what we do have, how fortunate we are, immediately that consciousness raises to the Christ within each of us, and it's a guaranteed pathway for going within. The third attribute that's often um, used is knowing that you can be a great light. And somebody said, how? I'm not sure how. One of the best ways is to be yourself. Be the best you that you can be. For each one of us, we're made as part of the whole. And each one of us have a special attribute or purpose that not only is something that we call a gift, but it's also something that we can choose to raise consciousness with. So with love and understanding, look within yourself. See what you need to do to activate that Christ consciousness. You know, sometimes it takes more training. Sometimes if we've been running as fast as we can, we may need to sit back to move forward. Other times we may need to make a change at some, some place in our lives. But by just knowing that that consciousness within is guiding us every step of the way, we become a great light by being the best me, you, that we can be. So remember that. And again, understanding, understanding and being gentle on ourselves, understanding and practice, practicing the healing gift of love. One of the things that was mentioned and I think is so important is don't try to do this by yourself. Yes, we need time in the silence. Yes, it's so important that we ask ourselves every single day, what's important in my life that I need to do or not do in order to raise my spiritual consciousness? For some of us that may live alone, we may need to gather with a support group or with our fellow man. For others that have, as I saw last week, four or five children running around. That little mother said her greatest gift was to be able to take a shower without somebody opening the bathroom door. So as I said, each and every one of us have maybe different needs at different times, but we all have our consciousness within that we can access. So know what it takes for your light to shine as brightly as it can. One of the other things somebody said to me is I'm quite shy and I don't like to talk to people, but I try to smile as often as I can. 
And, you know, I saw that happen, as I shared earlier. I had the privilege of being in Nashville, Tennessee for a few days this weekend. My little granddaughter plays soccer for um, Vanderbilt, and it was the senior day. And, oh, I have to tell you, you talk about a proud grandmother puffing her chest out. The seniors walked out in the field, and the band was playing, and there were a good many people there. I looked over at my son and daughter-in-law, and they had tears. And I understood because I can remember thinking over and over how quickly those of us that have children realize they grow up. And yet it was with such pride. And while I was there, that's when I thought to myself how wonderful it is. There were 10 seniors on the soccer team. They made sure, they meaning the school, that the families from each player was able to be there. And the one that touched my heart the most was a girl that was recruited from Hawaii. Her parents had, and her aunt and uncle came and one grandfather, but they had never left the island of Hawaii. And they were in awe of being in Nashville, Tennessee. And of course, their main focus, rather than the school, was the country music. And it was so appropriate as the girls were going out in the field how the band started playing Take Me Home Country Road. And they just love that. But I look at that and I see the kindness and the caring in every attribute of our lives if we just look for it. And you know, I had another situation coming back. There was a man from Ethiopia that was helping me through an airport. And he said to himself, to, my, to me, about himself, I lived in Ethiopia for many years, but I was having trouble teaching math in a school that didn't pay very much. So I took a risk and I came to, um, I guess he was in his mid-60s, but he said he came 10 years ago to the United States. He moved to New York City and he brought his family in a bit later. He said his family was lost in New York. They were used to countryside and having fields and such. So he moved them down to Tennessee and was working in the airport. But he said to himself, I love my life here. I needed six more credits to teach math in New York and I was making a lot more money there. But my family feels so free having the fields being able to be out and about near Nashville. And I just thought how beautiful it is in our country that it's so diverse, that it is truly called the land of opportunity. So again, don't go it alone. As this man said, he happened to talk to a passenger when he was working at the airport in New York that was from Tennessee and said it was God's country. And he said, I believed him. So, you know, you just never know when you're going to hear the wisdom or the ideas, the creative ideas that you might be looking for. But know that we don't have to do it by ourselves. And if we choose to be by ourselves, that's when I think it's so important to activate that Christ consciousness within us because truly we are never alone. We contribute in a measure through organizations and even the government. And I think our church is a perfect example of that. We support one another. There may, may be times that there's conflict, but no matter what, with constant prayer, we're going back and getting in solution rather than staying in the problem. So I urge you, don't feel like you have to go through life by yourself. 
We can activate our Christ within us if we want something invisible to, to be with us. Or we can ask one another for support. As we see poverty and frustration of hardship throughout the world, and I, again, I think this was in the forefront of my mind after talking to this gentleman from Ethiopia, and he was saying how many people he knew in his country. He goes over every other year and tries to take as much as he can from the United States. But it just made me so grateful that there were people, as we do, we send things from our own church but we are all part of the world and we all help one another. So when there is hardship or desperation and even despair, sometimes we do need to work through groups. We may need to work through the government, but there are people that can guide us as to helping others throughout the world. Accept your challenges with a loving heart. That sometimes is easier said than done. But just know, and I've said it several times already today, it's love that is the healing balm that each of us can choose to, to use. So when there are challenges, the one thing that I think is important to remember is we have a choice on how we react or respond to those challenges. And when that does come about, I urge you to take quiet time for me, we can pray within our minds without moving a, a bit of our lips. But make sure that when you are responding, that you're taking time to let that Christ consciousness within, that God or that good, be your guide every step of the way. And if we need to gather more knowledge or more information, let's take the time to do that so we're not reacting to life, we're responding. Because one of the things that we are guaranteed through our unity principles and through our affirmations that what we think about, we often bring about. And so I urge you, when you're going through a challenge, just know that by getting yourself in a loving spot, you're so much able not only to receive, but give back your love energy. People at home and abroad, whether they can speak the same language or not, respond to love. You know, I noticed today we had a good many new people, and I was so pleased to see that, and we again want to welcome you. But I think the beauty that I saw were the hugs and the handshakes. Whether words were spoken or not, that smile is one of the gifts that any of us can give to one another, to our fellow man. Man desired to take unity to a remote area at one point. He started out in Africa, and he didn't get a very good response. So he went back to his home in England, where he was based. They all spoke English, but on a ride and a journey, he saw a town that he felt was quite poverty-stricken. He stopped there and spoke, and he told a bit about unity. They said, thank you so much. We're not familiar with it. We were raised in the Church of England. But it sounds like a, a church or a movement that gives people so much hope. Where do we find this? Unfortunately, the man had to say, there's not one in your area, but in London there's several and through other country, uh, through other cities, throughout England and the British Isles. 
So what ended up happening? Surprisingly so, about two years later, two of the people that he had spoken to in that remote poverty-stricken area of England visited him at his office, and they said, we would like to start a church in our area. I'm not sure we'll have the funds, but we're willing to even meet in a field to get started. Well, the man just felt like he had no idea he made the impact that he did, but he helped this group start as a study group. Today, it's one of the major um, unity areas in England. And so you never know with that smile, with that hug, with thinking when you respond to something, with asking somebody for help, you never know what the outcome will be. But we know through our unity principles that God is good. And when we put God first, it will always end up either an opportunity for growth, but always, sometimes an opportunity for growth, but always ending with God or with good. And finally, be a blessing. Be a blessing to all people. Again, I love you. I bless you. I have faith in you. These are the magical words for creating oneness, whether we speak the same language or not. I love you. I bless you. I have faith in you, and I believe in you. What an opportunity to have a fellow human being leave with love in his heart, with confidence a bit more than he had before in order to go out and face the world. We do not withhold love and blessings from anyone, for God loves just as we love. So in closing, I would like to mention five words that were quite important in this book that I'm, I'm taking our lesson from today. The first one is trust. How important it is that we trust ourselves and that we trust the universe and know, most importantly, that the God of our understanding is all good. It's for our highest consciousness, and God is there. So we trust the process, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. We need honesty. Again, we need honesty within ourselves before we can be honest with other people. And so I encourage each one of us, take time, sit back in that silence that's so important, our silent prayers, to be shown what we need to to remain honest. Respect is such an important word in this day and time. You know, many of us disagree with one another. Many of us disagree with the way someone will do something or will want it done differently. But when we respect our fellow human beings and respect ourselves enough, we can differ. We can constructively differ in ways that are the highest consciousness for all. Humility. I heard many years ago that the word humility is nothing more than remaining teachable. And I don't know about you, but the older I get, the more set in my ways that I get. And I can tell you, I have to remind myself each and every day, particularly when I'm in a new project, how important it is to learn to listen and listen to learn. So remember respect 
Respect yourself enough to be in your highest consciousness. Respect other people enough to give them the opportunity to share their consciousness. So humility. And finally, commitment. You know, life can sometimes be a challenge, as we said earlier, or we can sometimes be in our highest consciousness with so many blessings. When that happens, let's commit to always putting God first. If we stay in our Christ consciousness, if we stay in our God consciousness, no matter what's happening in our life, our consciousness will be such that we can learn to listen, we can listen to learn, and most importantly, we can love, we can seek, we can ask, and we can give. So I thank each and every one of you for being a part of my life today. I know that there are times that I so need that special smile that you all bring. And the thing that I know is, no matter where we are, we have a choice. We can heal with the gift of love. So for that we say, thank you, God. So now's the time for our meditation. So if y'all get comfortable in your chairs, make sure everything's off your lap. And close your eyes. And go to that deep, deep breath space. In the nose and out the mouth. Another deep breath. In. Hold it and out. Let's go to the light inside. That warm, loving light that bathes us in goodness, that keeps us still and grounded. Gives us a place where we can really hear the true voice. Being in that light and being at peace and in the silence. the light on your face and in your heart. Feel that light ready to burst out of you and to share with the world. As we come back, we're going to hold on to that light, and we're going to show the world how bright and loving 
the light can be. And now we let our light shine.